All right, everyone, welcome back to the second podcast of Monday, December 5th. It's the MAOB Daily Podcast. I'm Adam Martin. That's Big Marcel. This is the UFC 282 preview. We're also going to talk about Bellator 289 as well, so we'll break down both those cards. It's crazy, right? Bellator is actually going to get to Bellator 300 before the UFC gets to the, the 300 one, but uh, that's because, you know, the fight night cards aren't numbered. Yeah. Marcel, I already, I already know you're doing well because we talked a few minutes ago, so I'm not going <laughs> to ask you again. we got Glenn in the chat talking about the tickets. Half the tickets are on sale. Well, let me, let's be honest. Like, they took a hit with the paper with the uh, main event changing. I mean, the Yuri Glover fight was like a bigger fight. Uh, I don't know how many people know Ankalaev still. You know, he's a great pro- fighter. Don't get me wrong. But, anyways, go ahead, go ahead. The problem is people buying tickets for one fight in MMA. You should never buy a ticket for one fight. You should buy tickets to watch more fights, you know. And the thing is, I see that many times. Like, yeah, now it's shit. The card. Listen, guys, I understand and I agree that the card isn't as amazing as we we normally get at the end of the year, you know, the December card. And I, I fully agree, you know. But it's like when, when, when I buy a ticket to go to an event, I buy it because I want to I want to have the experience to be at an event. It's just amazing to be at an event and to watch some fights. And I don't really care what fights are on. I just want to see fights. Of course, you want to see some quality fights. It's a pay-per-view, and you should get some quality fights. But the thing is, so things happen, you know, and uh, man, we honestly should be happy the UFC has made, made another title fight on this card because if not, we would have been stuck with Paddy Pimblett, you know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah. yeah. That's true, actually. Good point. All right, a couple more comments here, and we're going to get into the preview. What's up, Beercha? Or your boy Beercha here. Yeah, well, you know, it looks like there's other fighters at 170, like Brian Barberina, that might get that fight instead, but we'll, we'll wait and see what happens. Unfortunately, we will talk about that Ponzinibbio Lawler fight. I would have picked Ponzinibbio, though. Obviously, he was minus, two, minus 450. He was going to win the fight. I had the KO so first round. So, who retreated, retweeted the tweet you mentioned about about, uh, about uh, TJ retiring, I guess, eh? Eric Silva, we're going to talk about him in a sec. Never, it's the new Eric Silva. It's not the old guy that... You know what's crazy? I actually think this guy's older than the other Eric Silva that used to fight. <laughs> How fucked is that, man? That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. I still remember when Eric Silva fought uh, Carlos Prater, Carlo Prater, Neo, Prater. and Mar- Mario Yamasaki DQ'd him, and it was like, the guy knocked him out, and then he's like, hit him in the back of the head like one time. Like, we see that in every fight, and he's like, DQ, DQ. And I remember people, like, they all bet on Eric Silva. It was like oh, the horrible bad beat. Sinister, what's up, man? Glad to have you here. Last series card was better. I think this card's really good, man, personally, but we'll, t- we'll get into it. Not a lot of names on the public. On the prelims, yeah, but on the main card, I mean, there's a lot of big names in this card. And they're going to, I guess, bump, unless they get Ponzi a fight, which hopefully they do, they'll bump up someone from the, uh, the prelims. But yeah, you're right. I mean, you guys aren't wrong. Like, there's a lot of prospects, mm-hmm. but on the prelims, you know, the main card is full of, I, I would say, established fighters for the most part. All right, let's get into Marcel. Let's get into UFC 282. Can't wait to talk about this with you, my friend. All right, guys. Before we start, I always ask Marcel this: like, what's your overall what's your overall thoughts on the card? Because obviously, some people in the chat are you know kind of up and down on this one. I think it's a pretty good card. What do you think, man? Kind of agree with John, man. I think the card from last Saturday was like a pay per view card without a title fight, you know. And this is kind of like a pay per view fight or pay per view card with a come together title fight, which wasn't a title fight at first. This was actually the original co-main event, right? Without yeah. a title on the line. I, I love the fight, not going to lie. I really like the fight. Um, but uh, yeah, I 
I understand. I understand the backlash about it, but uh, what can we do about it, right? I mean, injuries happen. It's unfortunate that it's had to be the main event. And it's even more unfortunate that it was the only title fight on the card, you know? So, yeah, and now also Robbie Lawler is off. It's also not really good for name value that Robbie Lawler is not fighting. But um, we'll see, man. I think... I think let, let's enjoy these two last cards of the year. You know, after that, we have four weeks without UFC. So <laughs> I agree, Marcel. There's no point. Of, trust you guys. Once the fights are done in two weeks, you're going to be talking about it. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Wani? Haven't seen you here in a while, man. TJ Dillashaw retired. That's apparently what happened. We talked about the last podcast. Um, to me, Ankle, here's Beardshay saying this. Uh, never be a big, big star unless because he fights uh, safe like most wrestlers. Like football, wouldn't you rather watch exciting people than super defensive? Yes, I'd rather watch the Kansas City Chiefs play than uh, – What's it called? Denver Broncos. Or I guess in uh, your football, you'd rather watch, what, Brazil play than Japan, yeah, I guess? Or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I don't really uh, specifically agree that Ankalaev is a wrestler, man. Yeah, I don't know about I mean, that either. I think he's more of a striker person. Yeah. Anyways, I, I know what he's saying, though. He Let's be honest. He does kind of play it safe in a lot of his fights, you know? But yeah. what's the point of fighting? To win. <laughs> like So the guy wins fights. He knows how to win, except for that Paul Craig fight, which... So weird, which he should have won. <laughs> I still can't believe he tapped with one second. Like, it just yeah. doesn't make sense to me, man. It's like when Jamie Pickett tapped, was it against Kyle Dawkins? Remember, he tapped with one second left. It's like, dude, have some awareness of the clock. You have to, you know. Anyways, let's get into this. All right, uh, first fight in the card, Marcel. Let's start it off. First fight, Cameron Simon taking on Steven Coslow. Now, this guy is making his YouTube debut, and he has such a funny nickname Obi Wan Shinobi the Pillow. Like, I don't, I don't even get it. Um, our boy James Lynch actually interviewed him. I, I honestly have never heard of this guy, so I watched the interview and you know he's an interesting guy. I mean, he's talking about you know some of the training partners he has. Um, and he's you know, he's I watched his tape. I'll, I'll, I'll start with Marcel first, but by the way, the odds minus 285 for Cameron Simon, plus 240, plus 240 for Steven Kaza. So I'll start off. I, I watched the tape on him because again, I never heard of this guy. Um, and I mean, listen, he's a decent grappler, right? But here's the problem, guys like. I, I, again, I've watched a lot of regional MMA, and like, if you have these decent grappling, you we will win a lot of fights on the regional circuit. Like, you can just take people down. I don't know how easy he's going to get Simon down. And on the feet, that Simon guy looked incredible in the GFC debut. Like, Dana White was talking about he's the best prospect of the season, and he looked amazing against that Josh Wang Kim guy, who's a good striker too. Obviously, overcame some early diver, uh, adversity, came back and won. I, I think that, you know, Kozla will probably be able to beat someone in the UFC, but I don't think he wins this fight, man. This will probably be his first loss, and they're both 6-0. It's a fight that makes a lot of sense, but I think Simon gets it to him, uh, takes it to him, and, and probably finishes him by strikes. That's what I think happens here. So going with Cameron Simon, Marcel, like after what I saw from Contender, the guy looks legit, and I think he wins this fight against the short nose opponent. What do you think? Yeah, what you there, man. Actually... I don't know if I told you before, but uh, if you literally translate Simon from Dutch to English, it means boring man. So, uh, it's not boring, though. Sure. No. Cameron Simon. Uh, yeah, I mean, he looked good at contenders. Just like you said, he came back in the Joshua King, Kim fight and stopped him. Um, Coslo, Obi-Wan Shinobi, the pillow. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel like Cameron Simon's going to finish him as well. You know, I think he finished him with strikes probably in the second round, if not the third round. But uh, yeah, I think the South Africa wins here. I agree completely, man. I, I do think he wins this fight, guys. Um, Kozlo's first fight against someone with a winning record. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, Clint. He did look good in his tape, but again, it was against low-level opponents who have little experience and who can't stop a takedown. How's he going to do against a guy who probably can stop his takedowns and then keep it on the feet? <clears throat> 
I will say Kozlo has a lot of amateur experience, but <clears throat> again, this is a step up for him, and it's on short notice too, so it's just a hard fight in my opinion. By the way, Beercher just was uh, explaining what he said. Like mm-hmm. he's not calling Ruster, but he fights safe. I know what you're saying. <clears throat> That's true. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, got a bit of a sore throat right now. Uh, all right, next fight: Daniel De Silva taking on Venetia Salvador. Venetia Salvador minus one ninety five. Daniel De Silva plus one sixty five. I want to start on this one, Marcel, as well. I fucking love Venetia Salvador in this fight, and if James Cross didn't screw, I'd put my entire mortgage on this fight. I'm just joking. Um, you can't do that, but I, I I love him in the spot. I think he knocks this dude out. This guy is legit. They're both young, but Salvador is on a four-fight win streak. He looked amazing on, on the contender against Shannon Ross, who's a good fighter. Um, almost his 16 wins, 15 by knockout, which is insane for a flyweight. His striking looked amazing. Daniel Gustav was 0-3 in the UFC. He's been knocked out two of those fights, was submitted in the other one. He got no defense. He doesn't have a chin. He gets destroyed. I think Salvador knocks him out probably in the first round, maybe the second round, maybe in the third round, but it doesn't matter. I think he destroys him, and if you get Salvador by like knockout at even or plus money, I would take that probably because that's how he wins almost all of his fights, and that's how De Silva loses. So I have no doubt in my mind he wins, Marcel. I feel extremely confident in Demetrius Salvador. It was like Natan Levy last week on the prelims. This is my prelim you know, guy that I really feel confident about. What do you think, man? Is it really weird that I still believe in Daniel De Silva? It's kind of weird because he's looked so bad, bro. He's looked horrible. Other than dropping uh, the last guy, uh, Victor Altamirano, before he got smashed on the ground. Go ahead, though. Yeah, I, I still believe in him, although I'm not going to pick him in this fight. Um, I, like I said, like you say, Finicius Salvador, he looked really good against Shannon Ross in the contender series. Looked like a real, looked like somebody who can be a contender in the division. You know what I mean? And um, the striking was really good, in my opinion. I also pick him to win. I also pick him to finish, uh, probably in the first round knockout for Finicius Salvador. But I still think Daniel De Silva ain't a bad fighter, dude. But it just does, it hasn't worked out for him in the UFC. And he got finished in all fights. Yeah, this is a hard matchup, man. I think this guy's good. Yes, I like Salvador yeah. by knockout. I just checked, and there's no knockout prop yet, but inside distance is like even money. So I imagine the pro- like a knockout specifically would be plus money, like plus 110, plus 120. Because it's how he wins almost everyone's fights. I, I think he wins. I love him in the spot. I think it's a good fight for him. And, and I, I really believe in this guy, man. He looks great. Three of Salvador's last five wins, King is oh no, fire's not so convinced. Eh, I know what you're saying, Glenn, but like for what I saw against Shana Ross, who's a good fighter, like he's legit. What do you think, Marcel? I know what Glenn's saying, but that win over like Ross is a good fighter. They signed him to the UFC after losing because they like mm-hmm. him too, right? I I don't know. I mean, I know what yeah, Glenn's saying. You. It's it's I'm always sure. something to keep in mind when he, when you are fighting, you know. I know what you're saying. I completely agree with you. I mean, look at the records of the guys, but Again, what I saw in that fight was a very impressive prospect, and hopefully I'm not wrong, man. But it's more of a fate. honestly, Marcel, it's a fade into Silva too. You know, like mm-hmm. how can you how can you really pick him at this point? In my opinion, you know, watch him go out, come out and win though. <laughs> Marcel, it's your boy Evil Eddie. Hey, what's up, man? There you go. All right, let's go to the next one here. Next fight, we got Eric Silva versus T.J. Brown. So TJ Brown is another one of James Crouch's fighters, right? If I'm not mistaken. So I don't know who he'll be training or coaching him, right? That's that's an interesting thing to talk about yeah. as well, right? Odds for this one are it's a pickup Marshall minus one ten each. What do you think, man? It's actually this is like typically a guy, Eric Silva, who's coming in the UFC, contender series guy, undefeated. But hasn't re- faced any Really good competition, in my opinion. You know, the Anthony Bonazzaro fight he won in contender series was a guy 
was actually a kickboxer, you know, who's come over from kickboxing to MMA uh, for that glory. That's why I know. Um, TJ Brown, it's also not really impressed me in the UFC so far, man, to be really honest. Uh, lost his last fight against Shai Elon. And before that, he got two wins. That Kai Kamaka win still very iffy to me. You know, I still think Kai Kamaka should have got that win. I know many people don't agree with me, but I, I agree with myself, obviously. Um, it's, it's, it's difficult, man. This is going to be... I, I'm going to pick Silva for a decision, but this can be a typical fight where a contender series guy come in undefeated and losing in his first fight in the UFC. So I wouldn't be surprised with that, but taking Silva decision. And the thing with this dude is that he's kind of old too, right? He's 35. Yeah. I mean, he's older than me. So, like, that's interesting. Yeah, that, they're definitely old. And they're older yeah, than me. yeah, he's older than me. You're old. Um, I mean, he, listen, he looked good in a contender, right? We both liked him in that spot. I remember when we had that fight, but like, I don't know. I mean, I'll pick him too. I'm going to pick him because he's on a nice win streak. And I don't think TJ Brown's that good, but, you know, he's a decent grappler and, and he could cause this guy problems. You never know, right? And like you said, like, Honestly, a lot of his fights in the UFC have been really close fights, like even the losses, right? Um, he could win. It's a fight. I, I'll probably end up passing on it personally, but, you know, I, I go with Eric Silva. It's just, again, 35 making his debut. That's that's the only thing that kind of scared me. He's a late bloomer, right? But we'll see what happens there. All right. Young 35, no damage in his career. That's true, actually. I'm just saying, like, he's not like a – he's not 25. If he was 25, I, I would pick him without hesitation. I mean, I'm picking him anyways, but – you know, it's just he's a late bloomer, right? All right, let's go to the next fight here. Um, next fight is oh man, this one OSP is against uh, Crowley. Yeah, I mean, this fight is just weird. What do you think? This is a weird fight, and it's minus 110 odds each again. So, another pick of which you don't see back to back pick of fights. I'll start on this one too. I mean, I don't know. This is a weird fucking fight, man. Honestly, it's it's strange. Like, OSP was supposed to fight Gustafson, was that supposed to be the fight, right? Yeah, OSP was supposed to fight Gustafson. Then OSP was supposed to fight... Leap wins? Yeah, and now he's supposed to fight Tricoli. <laughs> I just... After that Shogun fight, dude, I can't pick him. There's no way. I mean, he won that <laughs> fight. Looked horrible. Looked horrible against Bozier. Looked horrible against Hill. He did beat Manifield. That was two years ago. Though. I don't know. The guy's on a huge decline, in my opinion. Like, he's almost 40. He's uh, fighting this guy who's... Uh, he doesn't, you know fought in the UFC yet, and he's taking a short notice, right? That's not good things, but contender was very impressive. Then, of course, he tested positive after, lost his UFC contract. Um, but I think he matches up well here. I mean, he's he's actually taller and longer than OSP, which is something OSP usually has as an advantage in his fights. This is a fade on OSP for me. I mean, I don't I don't think I can actually put money in Tricoli because it's his UFC debut. He's taking a short notice. But as far as the pick goes, Marcel, I can't pick OSP. I can't do it. I have to pick Tricoli, and does he finish OSP? Maybe. I mean, OSP, I, I really do think he's on the end, like, during the end. Maybe it's a down submits him. It's possible. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, after Wellington Tournament, another Brazilian who makes me think about food. Broccoli. Broccoli, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, Antonio Trucoli, um yeah, he got that winning contender series and he tested positive, you know, when he got cut from the UFC. Now he's back. They needed a short no short notice opponent for OSP. I think it's a dangerous fight, dude, for OSP. This guy has something to prove, you know. And OSP, OSP listen, man, I wanted to say who picks OSP in 2022, but I think we both did against Shogun. So <laughs> uh, I can't say that, but I, I'm I'm definitely not an OSP here, man. I don't think he's gonna win. Um, he's he's just not 
he's just not that guy anymore. You know what I mean? It's the same with Gustafson, who he was supposed to find. He's also not that guy anymore, you know? And Gustafson was even higher back then than OSP, in my opinion. But there are some of these guys who are, like, really, like, in, in the, how do you say that, in the last in the last stage of their careers, you know what I mean? And they keep letting them fight each other. And it's like really midterm. And they keep putting them normally on main cards, which I don't like. This time it's a prelim. Um, Trucoli is going to win, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think he finishes him. It's just hard to pick OSP. Yeah. OSP used to be the man. He was good back in the day in Strike Force. Even in the UFC, he did pretty well sometimes. Get the vibe OSP doesn't, doesn't go. I, I agree with that. I think someone gets finished. Tricoli from right up to fighting a can to UFC debut, crazy, right? But he still might win. Hey, man, I love the UFC actually years behind you. Do they make these anymore? These are round five. Actually, these are old now. Remember, do you ever see these back in the day? Did you ever see these at the store? Did they ever yeah. sell them? Yeah, yeah. I, have a, I have a bunch of them, obviously. Um, put them up here. It's been two years since they've been behind me now, guys. It's crazy, eh? I remember building the office two years ago. So, I always yeah. liked those, man. I always cool, liked man. those. Like, I told you at the Vondrely one, which is there, it's signed by Vondrely. Yeah. I got to meet him once at my gym. I used to train MMA and, and he signed it for me, so he was awesome. And yeah, uh, what's your guys' fight of the year? Yeah, it's Yuri Glover for sure. Yeah, uh, after the Jones fight, OSP fell off. He did, and you're right, he did used to play football. Um, was it Tennessee Volunteers? Is that the team he played for? I want to say you're asking me, I have no idea, dude. No, I'm trying to think, <laughs> like, I think that's what it's called, right? Isn't that the, the name of the team? I believe, yeah, that's right. I'm right, so I got that right. I don't watch college football, but like, I know some of the teams. <clears throat> UFC should do a Panini club. I think they still do, right? Aren't the cards the Panini cards? I don't have yeah. them. But I have a Ken Shamrock WWE. I used to, when I was a kid, I used to watch, like, when you're a kid, you watch wrestling, and then I think when you're an adult, you kind of go into UFC. That's what I would say. <laughs> Although some adults still watch wrestling, which is fine. Um, but I, I used to play with the toys all the time. I had, like, Undertaker, Kane, Mankind, Stone Cold, The Rock. Like, I had all the toys. I used to, like, sit there myself as a kid and, like, would fight them. I had, like, the little, like, the chairs and like the, I had the little ring and everything. So, <laughs> do you have the? Did you have the toy ring and the fake belts? Yeah, some of them. Um, but you know, it's, this is years ago, man. I don't play with these. They're just kind of for a uh, like a background, right? So, all right, let's get the next fight here. We got uh, Billy Quarantillo, one of our favorites here in the podcast, against Alexander Hernandez at 145 pounds. Alex dropping down in weight. Billy Q yeah. minus 165. Alexander the Great plus 140. Uh, I'll start this one to you, Marcel. I really like Billy Q in this fight. I, I think he wins, man. Um, I, I, I'm high in Billy Q. I know, obviously, he had uh, that fight with uh, Shane Burgos that didn't go his way, but it was an extremely close fight. Like, he, he could have won. And it should have been fight of the night, although Chandler and Gage stole the show, right? But I think he's looked good in the UFC. He is one, two, three, four, and two, but he could be five and one, you know, if he had won that fight. Um, I think he's just a good fighter, good solid fighter. I don't trust Hernandez, uh, his chin dropping down in weight. He's super inconsistent, Alexander Hernandez. He's win loss, win loss, win loss. Marcel's going to bring it up. He keeps he's, he's mentioned this many times that he thinks that Darius knockout was an absolute fluke, and if they fought again, he would get smashed. Right? Um, I know you're able, you're going to say that you bring you know you're going to bring it up, and you're not wrong to be honest with you. I mean, this guy had some good wins like OEM, but. Ternaldo even, although that was a close fight. But if you look lately, like he's only been beating guys that are at the bottom of the barrel, like Gritzmacher and Breeden. He's losing the guys that are better. And Billy Q, I think, is pretty good. I think Billy Q beats him, Marcel. Honestly, I think Billy Q can push the pace and maybe even finish him late with like a TKO stoppage or something. I, I think Billy Q wins this fight. What do you think? Yeah, man, Billy Q against Angry Matt Damon. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Billy Q for me as well. You know, I, th I, I still have to make, see Alexander Hernandez make 145, dude. I mean, that dude is already kind of ripped at 155. Now he's going to make 145. It's like Nate Maynard going to 125, remember? Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, Hernandez. And if, we, if we're if really going to look close to his record, man, he got that win over Mike Breeden, we know. But that Ronaldo fight, man, he didn't want that fight. He should have been back then on a three-fight losing streak, you know. Uh, skit, I should say. Uh, Renato Moicano in his last fight, uh, he lost that one pretty convincingly. Um, yeah, I gotta go with Karen Tiller here as well, man. I think, uh, I think Billy gets a win here, and it depends on how the weight cut goes with Alexander. You know, if he has a good weight cut, it might be a decision, but if he doesn't have a good weight cut, maybe Billy can finish him. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's why I think, I think he can finish him too because of the weight cut as well. I'm just saying Chris Boxer isn't a, isn't a top tier lightweight through root. I know I'm still mean. <laughs> uh, Hernandez fought 145 since 2013. I mean, I think the wake up will be hard too. Uh, I stick with my buy, Billy Q. Yeah, he's going to win, I, I think. I like the odds too. It's not bad odds, minus 165. It's not bad at all, you know? All right, let's get to the next fight here, guys. We have Chris Curtis taking on Joaquin Buckley. Awesome fight in the UFC middleweight division. Kind of buried on this card, to be honest with you. Like, this is a great fight, I think. Um, right now, odds... Buckley's favorite, minus 155. Chris Curtis, plus 135. What do you think? Uh, Ma uh, New Mansa or the action man? What do you what do you think happens here? Um, dude, did you know Chris Curtis was so salty? <laughs> he was... Uh, yeah. He was, he was, like, super salty uh, about, uh, the, about the Hermanson still. He was, like... Uh, saw that. Yeah, it was really weird to me. Kind of a sore uh, loser a little bit. I mean, he's you know he's a he's a really good fighter, but yeah, after Hermanson lost, you know, he acted like a baby in the ring, complaining about you know Jack running, but Jack beat him cleanly. Um, yeah, and Jack did, was Jack going to stay in the pocket with the guy that can knock you out? Like, why would he do that, right? So exactly. And then you know, matter. like you said the other day, obviously when Jack fought, he said something else. So I don't know. He's I, I like watching Chris Curtis. I'm just saying, like, I me think too. he kind of acts like a sore loser at times. Like, there's a fight he had. I was it the Bilal Muhammad fight? I think he fought Bilal Muhammad. And if you watch that fight, Bilal, I think, wrestles him and he like starts like freaking out after the fight's over. Like there's footage of it. You can Google it. Um pretty sure that's what happened. So he's a good fighter. I'm just saying he doesn't take losses very well. <laughs> yeah. So at the same time, I favor him against Buckley, man. I think he is uh, he is much more composed than Buckley. I think Buckley is very wild all the time. Uh, I like to watch Buckley. He's very spectacular, but I think Chris Curtis is way more, uh, like I said, composed, and he's more, uh, he's very dangerous, you know. Um, yeah, uh, I'm taking Curtis. I think he wins the decision, but will be a fun fight. He's the underdog, so that's a good dog pick. Yeah. There you go. There's a dog pick from Marcel. I'll have a couple dogs, but uh, I don't think it's going to be in this fight. Um, I, although I could see, I could see Chris Curtis winning. Obviously, I'm just pretty high on Buckley, man. I think he's really good, personally. Um, they're both good. They're, don't get me wrong; this is a good fight. I, I just like Buckley. I like the way he fought back in that third round against um, Imovov, where he was losing and came back and nearly won the fight late. Uh, obviously, had a nice win streak before that. I like the guy. I think he's pretty good, unless he gets caught here, which he could because he's been knocked a few times. I think he wins otherwise. So. I guess we're on the opposite ends here, but I think he wins the decision. I think it was, I think he probably goes the distance. It'll be a fun fight. Um, that's kind of what I think as well. So Buckley's underrated. He sure is. He sure is. By the way, been subscribed to your audio podcast for so long, Adam. Thanks so much, dude. I remember seeing you like year, like probably a couple of years ago. This is funny. Ask what do you guys bet on? Well, I used to use DraftKings Ontario until fucking James Cross ruined it for us. But 
We'll see. I, I did hear from someone that, again, is close to the investigation. They said that maybe in a month or two they could overturn the ban. So I'm hoping that's what happened. They have to work with the UFC and the commission and stuff. You know, again, guy was screwed it for all of us. Update from uh, Bon. Uh, yeah, what I saw is not retired. I know. I told you guys. Why do you guys even. I, that's why I was like, eh. Like, I don't really think this roster watch. It's just, again, automatically text. It doesn't mean it's true. It's a guy who's got. The guy who has his. He's a. You know, he's a good dude. Like, he's got this whole thing set up. But, like, I think, feel like there's fake news that comes out of this a lot of the time, too. So, I got to be honest. I have met many times when I see a listener, I have some. some fighters managers are talking to and sometimes you see that there and i was like is he released or is she released and it's like no it's not released just end of the contract or is it's it's injury right now or you know so it's not doesn't mean when it's on there that somebody is released retired uh, got cut or whatever you know that's why you make sure to get the whole story before you post it you know what i mean but that's why i always like use your roster watch it's 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 handy, you know, to see it on Twitter, but it's not like a decisive thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Agree with that. <clears throat> Sudo's a troll, dude. I mean, him retweeting something didn't... It, I was, you guys said it, like, I think in the last podcast, I was just like, I don't know if it's true. Any news, Andre News? I don't know, but he's really good. You could win the belt because he's got that grappling, right? And, and prayer, I think it's probably one of his weaknesses. So if they match them up, it's possible. All right, let's go to the next fight here. This one's interesting. Edmund Chabazian taking on Daltra, Lugium, and Bula. Um, I think it's pretty obvious, Marshall, that they, they're trying to give Edmund a win here. I mean, you look at the odds. He's minus 280. Daltra's plus 235. And he should win this fight, guys, honestly. But can you really trust him anymore, Marshall, after the way he's looked? I don't know if I can. I mean, I think he's going to win. Like, he's got he's 10 years younger. He's six inches taller. He actually doesn't have a longer reach, which is surprising. But, again, he's looked so bad. He has fought really good opponents. So you can, you know, give him a bit of a pass. And at times he's looked good. Like in that first round, I think it was the first round of tournaments, I want to say he looked pretty good. They yeah. got tired. Remember Brad Tavares went obviously a few years ago. They pushed him a little bit too fast, too soon. And uh I'm just hoping he's not ruined, you know. I'll pick him to win Marcel, but like laying this much juice on him, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's the best play. He should be Daltra, but Daltra's, you know, I know his record sucks, but his record's two and four in the UFC, but He's not bad, and I think his opponents have been pretty good too for the most part. I mean, he fought Ankalaev, Soriano, Brundage, Barrio. I mean, those are not, like, maybe you could have won like one of those fights against like Brundage, or, the fight he was winning until he got choked out. But I think you know his, his opposition's been pretty tough. Same, same with to be fair though, same with Edmund, right? I have to pick Edmund. I'm picking him, Marcel. He's ten years younger. I'm picking him. Just saying, like it's not like my favorite bet ever because of the way his form has been really poor lately. What do you think? Yeah, so sometimes I'm I'm talking to Leon, that's like Athens' brother. Yep, yep. And uh, they uh, they both uh, left Glendale Fight Club. Where'd they um, go? Uh, I know. I think Athens went to Extreme Couture, and I think Leon went to AKA, but I'm not sure. Um, but on. they both both left, and uh, the Leon said like he was. I, I think that was the fight against. Let me let, I guess who did, did he lost not the Tavares fight, but uh, I, the the Imavov fight, I think <laughs> the Imavov fight. Uh, uh, Leon was really upset with how the cornering was. I remember, and he was like, uh, "Now we got to leave, man." It's like this man, we we been here from the beginning. We love it here, but we have to leave. We have to get. We have to better ourselves, you know. 
and uh, so they left. And I'm looking forward what's what, how Shabazzian looks now. You know, he always had almost only cardio for like one round, and he looked really good in the first round normally. And then he gasses, you know. And I hope that he that he could change it or the, the trainers he training with changing it. I know he's training a lot with uh, with Dewey Cooper, right? Right. So. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm taking Shabazz in here as well. I think he finishes the fight as well, and it should be in the first round. But actually, I hope that we see Shabazzian going to a third round, you know, and that he can show his uh, that he has improved. You know what I mean? Because yep. if this fight goes only one round and he knocks him out, we still don't know if he got any better. You know what I mean? So uh, that's why I hope. But uh, yeah, I'm taking uh, Atman here. I really like Atman. I think he's a great fighter. And Dolch has one fighter as well. I just don't think he has the level to be in the UFC. That's my honest opinion. No disrespect to the two. I don't think you're disrespect. I think you're probably right. We'll fight on Saturday. All right, next fight here, we got Jay Perrin taking on Raul Rosas Jr., uh, making his UFC debut at age 18, which is, which is crazy. Again, and Marcel is just so nuts. So this fight, odds for this one, guys. Rosas, uh, Rosas Jr., minus 230, Jay Perrin, plus 195. I'll start with this one, too. I mean, I think you have to pick this guy, Rosas Jr., because, I mean, you look like the real deal on, on the show. And the guy who beat Manu Gutierrez is actually not bad at all. He's actually a decent prospect, too. So, like, that's a solid win. The thing is, though, he's so young, and, like, his overall his competition has been great. Now, you know, Jay Perrin is not great, but he's not bad either. Like, I know he's 0-2 now in the UFC, but fought Batista, fight he wasn't going to win. Then Arichi Lang is good, too, and that fight was a very close fight. Um... I think Jay will give him a tough fight, man. I really do. I do think this guy will probably end up winning a decision. But, again, you know, so young and, and no experience in the Octagon yet other than the Contender Series. I, I still feel like the jury's a little bit in this guy. But they're definitely giving him a fight. He can win. He should win this fight. I, I'll pick him to win, Marcel. But I think it'll be a tougher fight. I don't think he finishes the guy. I think he'll probably go to the decision. So, Rosas Jr. by decision. What do you think? I think it's much more competitive than many people probably think. You know, uh, Rosas obviously has the height with him. Yeah. Uh, is super young. Um, everybody knows about the dude. You know, uh, he got signed, but uh, with the UFC when he was seventeen. I mean, I think he's the youngest guy who got ever signed with the UFC. So everybody knows this dude. Um, Jay Perrin, I went to in the UFC. Got a, got a got a loss in a short notice debut. Look already a lot better against Aruchi Lang. Um, I also feel that Rosa's probably going to win the fight, but I think Jay Perrin will give him a lot of a lot more work than people expect. You know, so I'm taking yep. I'm taking Rosa's fire decision, not fire finish, but fire decision, uh, and I think it will be competitive fight. Yeah, no, I think you're right. A um, couple of comments here. Saeed Nuragami entered the rankings. Oh, that's good. Jay's my boy from over here in the East Coast. Yeah, he is a Boston guy. Uh, he's got that Joker tattoo, which is cool. Jenny, I think it's weird to have an 18-year-old fight in the UFC. I mean, he's 18. He's legal, right? So I think it's fine. It was more weird when he was 17 that's... fighting contender. That, to me, seemed a little young, but the, com the commission cleared him, and he, and he proved he competed in adults. So it's, yeah. it's still so weird, right? It is, when, it is when, fucking weird. Imagine when you're fighting somebody. Uh, if you fight him four years back, he was 14, and you fight somebody from 26. Then what were you like doing when you were 18 abuse. years old, Marcel? What was 18 year old Marcel like? I don't. I didn't know you then. So what were you like back then? What did I do when I was 18 years old? That's a really good question. Um, I was I just like actually... I was just partying, hanging out with my friends, chasing girls. I mean, like that's what most guys that age do, right? Wasn't training yeah. for a cage fight. Wasn't fighting in the octagon. There's a lot of pressure. I don't know. I don't, maybe good, though. 
maybe wanking off one. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> and that's no you, idea. right? Of course. <laughs> For young guys, that's what happens. Uh, I can see the diamond pairing. Yeah, he, he could win. It's possible. Perez the lowest ranked fighter bandweight in the UFC. There's got to be someone ranked lower than Perez, right? There's got to be someone, right? At bandweight? Like, maybe not. It's not bad, Sorrero. How's it going, man? All right. Let's go to the next fight here. We have Yarzino Rosenstrike against Chris Dawkins. Um, I'm surprised this is the the like the last prelim Connor. I, I got to be honest with you. Um, I thought they would have put like uh, either Buckley or uh, even Rosas, but uh, I guess they're expecting a knockout. I mean, I, that's you, right. They they must be right. You know what the the original feature prelim was? OSP against Gustafson. Oh God, I'm glad we're not going to see that fight. That fight would have been <laughs> tough to watch. Gustafson is just not the same guy anymore. Crazy. He used to like literally be one of my favorite players. Yeah. I don't know what happened to the guy. All right. Jorginho is favored here. Minus 170, plus 145, plus 145 in Chris Dawkins. Excuse me. Start on this one too. I mean, you've got to pick Diggy Boy, right? Because he's an actual heavyweight. I still think Dawkins is not in the right weight class, Marcel. Like, Say it. What? What? Say it. What do you mean? You're picking Biggie Boy as long as he doesn't do the... The uh, the frozen strike. Yeah, that's what I was for. As long as he doesn't do the frozen strike, where he just stands there and watches his opponent, he'll win. Um, I know he got clipped, obviously by Volkov, which I I think we both picked him in that fight. I picked him for sure. Yeah. Um, you know the rope blades that blades beats everyone with the wrestling. The Sakai fight was a nice knockout. We actually let his hands go. As long as he lets his hands go, I think he knocks Doc. I mean, Doc. Listen, he's a good boxer too. Don't get me wrong. Right, he's shown that. But two back to back knockouts against big dudes. Um. This fight could it could be a boring fight or it could be a quick knockout. I don't think there's it's either one or the two. I'm hoping it's the the latter there that I mentioned. I, I'm gonna go with Rosenstrike by knockout because again, I think he's an actual heavyweight and I think Dawkins should be a light heavyweight. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, I'm picking Biggie Boy as well here. I think he wins. Um gotta be the first round, I guess. Uh KO, yeah. obviously. <laughs> but yeah, you know what? Now that <laughs> Not <think> submission. <laughs> Yeah, they'll probably go. They'll probably scrap here. You know, yeah. they'll probably end up scrapping, and, and someone gets clipped. So, I guess that's why they're putting him on the uh, the uh, the feature prelims. Um, Dawkins Cubby gets KO again. I don't think so. I think they like Chris Dawkins. He had a nice start to his career, man. The UFC he's looking great, like great knockouts. But you know, I again, I just think he's in the wrong weight class. I think he's he's a guy that you know should uh, really consider like I guess changing his diet. Probably. I mean. It seems like he's got a little bit of like belly fat, Marcel. You know, I think he can get to two hundred five. I really do. Like, you know, the guys fought. What was he like two thirty in his last fight? I want to see what he was. I gotta double check. It's funny because UFC stats says he's two uh, two fifty. I don't think that's right though. I don't think that's right. I'm gonna check his weigh in for his last fight. Two forty three. Okay, and he actually put on weight for that fight, I believe, against Curtis Blades. What was his? Uh, or against Derek Lewis, I should say. We'll just wait for that one. Wait for that one was two. Where is this? Two thirty-five. Yeah, man, he's not a. He's not like. I don't. Rosenstrike, according to UFC stats, is two forty-two, but that that doesn't seem right. I, I feel like he's. I gotta check his last fight too. I don't know. Some of the, the weights don't for heavyweights are weird, right? Obviously, so I'm gonna double check his last fight. Wait, yeah. That's wrong. His last fight he was 259, dude. I don't know why it says 242 on his uh, <laughs> UFC stats. That is wrong. There's no way. Like, Biggie Boy is a 260 pounder. Yeah. Biggie knocks him out. All right. Let's go to the next fight here. 
go to the main card, Marcel. We got a good one here. We got Bryce Mitchell taking on Ilya Kulpuria. What an awesome fight, man. I mean, this is definitely one of the better fights in the card. Should Two be the cool abs- main event. Yeah, it could be. I mean, but I like it opening the main card either way. Amazing fight <clears> here. Also, this one, Topuri is favored. He is best fight as doesn't have it listed on the uh, the sheet with the other, other fights. Best fight as is just really got to get it together. Minus 140, Ilya Topuria, plus 120, Bryce Mitchell. Again, I'll start on this one too. No, I, I think both guys are really good. I mean, there's there's no doubt in my mind that they beat the majority of featherweights, Marcel, but I, I think Topuria is next level. And it's, the, you know, we, we always go against the Georges, our boy Georgie hates us for it, right? But this is one that I'm not going against. I mean, this guy is amazing, in my opinion. I think he just matches up really well. Like, Bryce Mitchell has to get the grappling going, I believe, to win this fight. I just think he's going to struggle with it in this fight. I think this Topuria guy is also a good grappler. And on the feet, I, I mean, I think the, he's just levels above with the knockout power, with the, the striking. And I know his last fight got clipped by uh, Herbert, but came back and won with a brutal knockout after. Like, the guys looked amazing in the UFC. The knockout of Damon Jackson looks amazing now, in hindsight, after what Damon's been doing. Walking out Ryan Hall is not easy to do. Don't get me wrong, Bryce Mitchell's look great too, right? Like the twister beating Barboza, knocking down Barboza, and then and then basically grinding him out. He looked great. He's really good, man. I just think the matchup's not suitable for him because he's fighting a guy that can stop the takedowns. And on the feet, he's a better striker, Tapuria. I'm picking Tapuria. Um maybe he knocks him out, maybe decision, but I have, I'm picking him either way. What do you think? Um, yeah, the thing is, like you said, man, as long as we're in contact with Georgie, we cannot pick Georgians, actually, so <laughs> I, I can't do it. But at the same time, Tupuria is Spanish as well, so he's Spanish for me in this fight. Um, I think he's going to win. Uh, I, I really high on Tupuria. You know that. I know you are as well. Um, I think we were actually talking about this fight like a few weeks ago in the Discord chat with James, remember? Yeah. Um, we normally never talk about fights, but this one came up and we were talking about it. Um I think the ground game is pretty even, to be really honest. I think both guys are really good on the ground, but I think George, or uh, I want to say Georgie, Ilya has a <laughs> has a uh, advantage in the stand up. I think he knocks Bryce out in the first round, to be really honest. He might, he might do it. He's got so much power and he's <laughs> a good fighter. Bob Bryce, how, how can you love the Arkansas Navy? He's knocked out. Yeah, it's true. He's saying, yeah. Um, real question if you guys ever in the chat, if you could pick the outcome of one fight in the UFC, which pick would it be? Oliver 280 still hurts. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe Jones and Gustafson. Imagine the division after that, if that fight was different. The judges gave it to Gus. You know, although I think they got it right. I was at the fight. What was the, the question was if I can pick one? Fight to like do over like the result of it, I guess. Brock Lesnar against Frank Mir. Two. Yeah, yeah. Talkus <laughs> and Bozer would be good. That, that's true. They both should be a light heavyweight. <clears throat> Off topic is Krause's career over regardless of either or not. Probably, yeah. I don't think he's innocent, dude. <laughs> I mean, there's so much evidence against this guy. He's not innocent. <laughs> they're going to keep putting Tapuria and Patty against the same card, but not against each other. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? Tapuria, they're not matching him up with, with Patty. They're not going to do that fight. All right, let's go to the next one here. We are at uh, – this fight is really good. Darren Till taking on Dreykus Duplessis. And uh really like this fight as well. Duplessis minus 190 now, plus 160 Darren Till. I mean, how do you pick Darren Till? How can you pick him here, Marcel? Like, he's looked bad. You talk about a guy in de- decline. And again, I know he's fought good competition. I get it, right? But like, I don't think he beat Stephen Thompson. I, I think he beat Gaslam, but it was close. He really could be on like a seven-fight losing skid right now, or six-fight losing skid. Really, um, I know he's fought good competition, but hasn't just didn't perform. And the last time we saw him against Brunson looked looked really bad. Just didn't look like he belonged there anymore. And he's remember, guys, he's a former welterweight moved up. Like, I still don't think he, you know, is a big enough middleweight to fight a guy like Duplessis, who's like big, strong, powerful. 
looked amazing in all three of his fights, knocked out uh, Giles and Perez, and then beating Brad Tavares by decision is actually really impressive to me, Marcel, because Brad Tavares is a guy that beats everyone else by decision because he's got that crazy cardio and everything, and he beat him. So to me, that was such a big win for him, and I think it kind of shows that this guy is at that next level. I like you place it here. And the only question for me is, like, does he knock him out or win decision? You know, that's kind of what I'm wondering. Um, I think you could knock him out, possibly. Maswell knocked him out, uh, Till. I don't know. Darren Till, to me, is a little overrated, Marcel. i got to be honest with you. I just never really bought the hype on him. And uh, this is a good spot, I think, to, to pick against him. i got to go with you, Placey. What do you think? Yeah, man, I'm picking Till as my playable char- character on EA Sports UFC. <laughs> um, no, I'm thinking uh, Drikas de Plessy probably get, gets a win here, man. Um, Till doesn't look really into it anymore. And that's maybe from the outside. You know, maybe it's not through, but that's how I feel. And Drikas is doing very well in the UFC. He's looking better every fight, I think. Um, the Tavares fight, really impressive, definitely because he got the third round against Tavares. Not many people will. Um, I think he knocks Till out, to be really honest. I mean, Scarsus can get knocked out as well. I think Till gets knocked out. And I really yeah. like Darren Till, by the way, so there's no disrespect. Yeah, no, I <clears throat> I, I, think that he... Uh, I think I don't know if he gets... He might get knocked out, but he is pretty tough, so it's possible to go the distance. You guys talking about Kroos. Yeah, I know it's crazy. We both <clears throat> picked uh, to Ilya for you. Yeah, Rob Lesnar, Prime Division, <laughs> Steroid Division. That's funny. Two looks out of shape, coming from my fat ass. But still, that's what Beer just said. <laughs> that's funny. I don't. I just don't think he's a middleweight. You know, I know he ha- he was having a hard time making a welterweight. But you look at Duplessis, Marcel. That guy's like <laughs> that guy's like a Greek god on the scale, or South African god, I should say. That's what he's from. Um, and by the way, him and Simon, I remember we talked about them a few months ago. I think they trained together, right? So, or they that have was, trained together. That was like a very pi- picture from a very young Seyman and also very young uh, Duplessis. So that's that great. That's right. crazy. Yeah, they're both good, man. <clears throat> uh, sad for Till. What do you do if he gets finished? Maybe he retires. I don't know. Or maybe he'll leave. I don't, I don't know. They, they like him, but he's still a draw. That's the thing. People still want to watch him fight. But yeah. Love Duplessis says Marcus. Marcus got him one minus one twenty five. I know Marcus nice. put a uh, sizable bet on him. He sent me the bet slip. Guy drove to uh, the Harris Casino, and where is it in Marcus? Is it in Georgia or Alabama or something? I know you drove like a few hours to go there. Put a huge bet on him. Uh, or is it Mississippi, Marcus? You you know better than me. Say in the chat. I think Marcus is right. I mean, Marcus, Marcus sent me the slip a month ago. You know, I I'm, I like to wait till the weigh in just to make sure because just say he comes in like five pounds or not even five pounds of worried. Just say he looks horrible or something. I don't know. Like, I just like to have that last information. But if you'd waited like me, you're getting a worse line now. So I think you've got a great line, Marcus, and, and you better hope that he uh, looks great in the scale, which he always does. So, I mean, really, you should win. North Carolina. There you go. All right. Let's go to the next fight here. Wow. So basically, guys, we don't have the, the, uh, the uh, Ponzinibbio fight. Um, we yeah. don't know who's going to fight next. It's possible he could fight Barbarino, but we don't know yet, so we can't talk about that fight. Quickly, we'll go through Patty Pimblett and Jared Gordon and the odds for this one. Minus 245 Pimblett, plus 205 Gordon. What do you think about this one, Marcel? Co-main event. First of all, this shouldn't have been co-main event, but hey, we all know why. Um, yeah, the thing is with Jared Gordon, you know, um, if he's on point... If he fights his game plan, he should be able to win against Paddy Pimblett. But also, Jared Gordon, very inconsistent, in my opinion. You know, Although he looked better in his last fight, I think. Uh, but the OCs know what they're doing. You know, they are Paddy, they, want, they want to have Paddy Pimblett in a good spot. 
Got three wins so far in the UFC. First two wins were come from behind wins. Uh, also finishes in the, in the third one against Levitt. A good finish, a submission. Um, yeah, I, I feel like Patty probably going to win. I'm taking him with a decision here. But, uh, yeah, that's what I expect. I don't I expect Patty anything win. fancy. I think Patty wins too. I think he could finish her, Gordon, man. You know, Gordon's been submitted. He's been knocked out. He's a good fighter. Don't get me wrong. But I think this is kind of a tough fight. I mean, Patty's proven he can grapple with guys. And, and Jared Gordon's only path is grappling, right? Um, he's going to push a heavy pace, Jared Gordon. But I think Pimblick can, like, like that Levitt fight, get him in, you know, caught in a submission possibly or – if it stays standing, I think he's got a striking advantage too. I mean, it would be, it'd be a good fight. I think it would be a good fight. It's a good step up for Patty, and it's a, it's a good fight for Jared. If he gets this win, I mean, it's huge for his resume, but I, I don't think he wins the fight. I think Pimblet can finish him. So Patty Pimblet's got to be my pick here in this one, guys. Um, Patty versus Gordon, weirdest co-main events. They, well, I mean, Patty's a star, though, so I don't think it's that weird, honestly. Um, although it was supposed to be the third fight, right? Because it was originally the main event was supposed to be uh, the third fight in the card. Yeah. Hard to sensibly that's a fight where you really want one side to win, lose, ho hoping Patty loses. I, I get what you're saying, but for me, it's just like I'm looking at, I'm trying to look at it as neutrally as possible. I think Patty's the better fighter, more well rounded, and I, I think he wins. Although Gordon's good. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. This is the main event. We have Magomed and Kawaii taking on Jan Blahovitz for the vacant UFC lightweight title, which obviously Yuri Parjaska had to give up, which sucks. Um, but either way, I mean, it's an interesting fight. We got Ankalai minus 265. Yan Blachowicz, plus 225. Um, I'll start this one too, Marcel. I mean, I have to pick Ankalaev. You know, I, I know, and I know you're picking him too. I mean, I, I don't think it's a surprise. Um, the guy is an absolute unit. He uh, knows how to win fights. Don't get me wrong. Jan is a, a step up probably from guys like Anthony Smith. He's good, but not great. I think Blachowicz is a great fighter. He's proven that, right? He's looked good for the most part, except for the Glover fight where he got uh, submitted quickly. Jan's a beast, but he's also, again, doesn't mean he'll lose, but he's 39, and, and he's taking on a 30-year-old guy who's on a nine-fight win streak who's just destroying everyone, making it look easy. How do you how do you not pick Ankalaev here? There's a reason he's almost 3-1. to one. He's going to win the fight. And I, I believe he'll probably be by decision because I, I kind of see a point fight on the feet. I think he'll play it like that Tiago Santos fight a little bit. Maybe he gets hurt at one point, but eventually survives and wins. Um, Jan will have his chances to land on this fight, and he has a puncher's chance. There's no doubt about it. But I think Ankalaev will just outpoint him and win the decision. So... I'll be the new champion of the UFC library division, in my opinion. What do you think, man? This guy here. Do you see him here? This guy. Yeah. First round knockout. Yeah. He knocks out Brian Blahovic in the first round. That's what I think. Um, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. I think he makes a statement in this one, man. I mean, many people always say, like, he's not really that entertaining. But I feel like he wants to be challenged. And this is a big challenge. You know, you fight for a title. You know what I mean? And... Uh, I see him winning. I think he, he's going to risk it, and I think he knocks out Jan Blahovic. That's what I think. Um, risk it for the biscuit, right? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's what I expect. Um, yeah, I'm taking uh, Uncle Live, pretty obvious. And, uh, man, would be great to have my pick from the beginning of the year correct, right? Light heavyweight champion. <laughs> sure would be, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. I'm with you, though. I, I mean, I think he wins. It's unfortunate that uh, you're to drop the belt. Let me get a couple comments here, guys. Alex Bruno tweeted, TJ Brown versus Silva's been removed. Oh shit. Well, yeah, I mean that makes sense. You can't oh, so you can't bet on his fights either. That's that's interesting, man. That's interesting. This fucking Kroos is ruining it for everyone, guys, because I know people want to bet on it. Like if you, I guess you can't bet on on uh, BetMGM Vegas. We can't bet on a uh, BetMGM Ontario. It's weird. There is Bellator odds, though. I did see Bellator, so they, they haven't banned Bellator, which is I'll probably end up betting. We'll we're gonna go through Bellator in a few minutes here. Um a couple more comments here, guys. Uh 
it's not Bay logo, but how do you guys think Dawkins' career, Kyle Dawkins, if he got the win in Tall and Sandy screwed? I mean, it could have gone differently. And I think the ref really fucked up that fight. The ref really fucked up that fight, Dan Murphy Otter. As soon as the head clash happened, the fight should have been stopped immediately. Shouldn't have went till he got submitted, then stopped it, and then look at the camera. That's or the review, or whatever. You guys picks the original picture, Yuri Glover too. I would have picked. Uh, I mean, I picked Glover the first fight. I think he was winning until that submission. But I, I mean, after seeing the way the fight played out, I probably would have to pick Yuri just because of the youth. Who would you have picked? You would have picked Yuri. Yeah, man. Yeah, and the, I, I wanted to talk a little bit also about the Glover situation. So yeah, the thing is with like um, the thing is Glover had no leverage in this thing. You know what I mean? He was he was the challenger. He wasn't the, the the champion. He lost his last fight. I know he was the former champion, but he had no leverage in the thing in this thing. Um, maybe he can fight the winner, but that's not a guarantee, obviously. You know, but. Um, yeah, the thing is, like, he wanted to... Blahovic was okay, but Ankalaev wasn't, you know? So it's like, you cannot say the UFC overlooked him. He got the first choice, and he said no, so they went past him. And they needed a, they needed a title fight for this car. You know, I know back in the day, when we we also were watching Adam, we we didn't need actually a title fight on a, on a pay-per-view card, you know? But it's changed now so much. And also the UFC, listen, man, if you ask so much money, to the American viewer uh, for for a card, you have to put on a decent card. You know what I mean. So um, yeah, lots of lots of change, and uh, I think that's it. You know. Yeah, no, I think you're right as well. All right, there's a couple more comments here. I got them quickly, guys. We're gonna get out here in a few minutes. We're gonna go over Belter really fast. Um, I, I gotta get out of here in a few minutes though. Um, I think Pavlos deserves a title shot, probably, but I think you'll have to get one more fight and go fight yeah. one more time. All right, we'll go through Belter. And there was one other question Future had here. Oh, okay, here. One thing I had to ask, forgetting. I'm still mad about it. Felder versus Hooker. Everyone saw Felder win that. I think I, I think uh, it was like he was fighting in New Zealand, right? So no surprise the judges went uh, for Hooker. All right, let's go to Belter really quick, guys. We'll pull it up here and go to <coughs> Bellator 289. Marcel, just uh, you know, really quick preview here, uh, like five, five, ten minutes, like max. Actually, like five minutes. I, uh, I got to get out of here in a sec, guys. Appreciate you guys joining us, though. I mean, it's been a fun podcast. Should be a good card this weekend. I picked most of the favorites, I think. I mean, I think most of them win, but they'll probably Can I put it on screen? Course. Yep, one sec. Thank you. No problem. Oh, I pulled up the wrong one. There's topology here. Type it in. It doesn't come up. It's not like the first thing. What the hell? Should be like the first thing. All right, let me pull it up. Again, we're going to go through this for a few minutes here, guys. Well, here's a good question. Netherlands is Argentina prediction. I mean... I'm sorry, Marcel, but I think that you guys are probably lose. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, listen, man. If uh, before the tournament, I had this I had this matchup in the quarterfinals, and I picked Argentina to win. But if I'm really honest, man, right now I don't think Argentina looks that good. But I also don't think Netherlands look that good. So I think it will be a close, uh, close, uh, close matchup. Match? Yeah, yeah, I think it really would be. But I wouldn't be surprised if it comes to penalties. So um we think maybe yeah. two I think maybe two to one Argentina. That's my pick. Yeah, yeah. I Argentina's definitely favorite in the in this one or the in this one. Don't get me wrong, but it can go either way, you know. The the Dutch against the Argentines have always been a close engagement when they fought when they fought, when they uh when they played each other, you know. I think we lost to them in 2000, 2014 in Brazil. We lost penalties. Yep. Uh, we won 1998 in quarterfinal, two to one. Uh, we lost to them in the World Cup final in 78, uh, three to one after uh, extra time. 
it's it's always been close. We we draw against them in the in the group group stage. So it's always been close between uh, between the two of us. I think uh, will be a fun uh, a fun game. It's on Friday, I think. Um, we'll see, you know. And the thing is, actually, as a as a football fan, I actually hope Argentina goes further in the tournament and they meet Brazil in the semifinals because that would be a sick. Sick game. We, we, I really want to see that one, but obviously for the Dutch, I hope we we get through. But uh, yeah. there's no guarantee in that, you know. For sure, the guy yeah. in the right looks like Jake Paul. That's that Danny Sabatello. You mean <laughs> <laughs> one nothing Netherlands? No per masterclass. That's what your boy says. So we go Buckley returned too fast, similar to Basin last week. I don't know about that. I mean, they take much damage against uh, the. I don't know, but, but you're right. It was in September, so maybe you're right. Maybe. Something to think about. I mean, Chris Curry could win. He's definitely a live dog. Marcel picked him. I honestly do. Yeah. No, I, I believe that. All right, <laughs> Only in Savadiano wasn't here. <laughs> I want to All right. Let's go through Belter and we'll, we'll go through it quick, Marcel, because honestly, I got to get out of here. Yeah. Um, Sorry. No, no, no. You're fine. You don't have to apologize at all. I know this I'm is... fine. I'm always looking in the mirror. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. yeah. But we're not going to go through the whole Belter card. We'll go through the main card, though, because it is a good main card. All right. So let's go through the, the main card here. Raphael Stoss for Sammy Sav- Danny Sabatolo. Stotts minus 165, Sabatello plus 140. I mean, Stotts is super well-rounded, super good. Danny Sabatello is a great grinder, though. I think Danny Sabatello can win this fight. I think you can grind him out, but, I mean, I, I'll pick Stotts. He's favored. He's a really good fighter. I'm going to pick him, but I'm just saying Danny's got the wrestling to make it interesting. What do you, What's your pick? Yeah, Danny Sabatello just heard your opinion. It's good that he doesn't give a fuck. Um, just kidding. <laughs> I also think Stotts wins. Uh, will be a fun fight, I think. Uh Two good grapplers, um, but I think Stotts more complete. I'm going with Stotts here. There you go. All right, we'll go to the next one here. This Carmouche against Juliana Velasquez. The uh, the rematch. I picked Carmouche in the first fight. I think you did too. I, I, I believe. Yeah, yeah. We both picked her. Velasquez is actually favored in the rematch. Minus one ninety, plus one sixty on Carmouche. I understand that. I know that the the stoppage was controversial a little early and stuff, mm-hmm. but like, I still think you're getting good value on Liz Carmouche. She is the champ. She won the first fight. Um, I'll pick Carmouche again. I'll take the plus 160. What do you think? Yeah, I'm also picking Uriah Faber's sister. I think she <laughs> wins uh, unanimous yeah. decision. There you go. Magomed, Magomedov versus Patchy Mix, who I believe – is he still I, – I know he, he – I want to say he's dating Tatiana Suarez. I remember they were at that Bellator card a few months ago, Marcel. <laughs> I remember that. Lucky guy, man. That's all I'll say about that. Apparently, Tatiana is coming back, apparently. Um, John Annick said that at the broadcast. So I'm really yeah. excited about her return because she's such a great fighter. Um well, she's been away for almost what four years now, I think, right? It's crazy, eh? Or three years or something. Um, Magomed of is uh plus minus one forty, plus one twenty on Patchy Mix. I'm going with Magomedov. Uh, I think he's well well rounded. I mean Patchy Mix is a great grappler, but I don't know. I like Magomedov. What do you think? Yeah, I'm also going with the Dagestani Eminem. I think uh, he wins here. Yeah. Dalton Rosta Rosta, excuse me, he is up next on the main card. And Dalton is what's the odds for this one? Minus, minus, minus 750 yeah. against uh what is his name superfoot or something anthony Adams? sugar sugarfoot listen he had a nice upset win in his last fight against this khalid merzitalia guy he yeah. won as a huge underdog so that's a nice win but like i i mean i think rasta is the real deal i this this is another classic dull tour matchmaking and this time they get it they get it right here he wins marshall i think he knocks him out what do you think yeah he ain't finding lukey luke so delta will win um Yep. Uh, yeah, probably a, a decisive win, I think. On the prelims, there's a lot of mismatches. Cody Law is an, a massive favorite again, I believe. Well, he's minus 300. It's not massive, but I mean, Chris Lencioni is not bad, but I think Cody Law probably wins. Mark Leminger, Michael Lombardo, 
Lombardo, you know what? Lombardo's an interesting dog. He's plus 125. I think he could win. He's another yeah. one of these guys that's kind of boring, but he Good could win. Siri, right? Yeah, they could pass on him. I want to see one and they passed on him. Jared Scoggins, I think it's Justin's brother, right? Jared yeah. Yeah. He should beat this Caspell guy. He is minus 300. Minus, excuse me, minus 500. Excuse me. Kai Kamaka versus Kevin Bay. I mean, this fight's, this is kind of a joke. I, I think minus 300 is a great price on <clears throat> Kai Kamaka. He should be like minus 500, in my opinion. You're obviously picking him, right? Yeah, Kai was supposed to fight somebody else. Boom, is uh, short notice. I He's don't not know. that good, and he, yeah. and and he just came off a, a brutal loss. In my opinion, I think against some Russian guy, Randy Field, Canadian against some Christine, Christina Katsikis. Uh, Randy Field is minus two fifty. I, I think she wins as well. I think there'll be a lot of chalk in this card. You know, Patrick Downey versus Christian Eccles. I'm not too familiar with these guys to be honest with you guys, but Downey's minus fifteen hundred, so obviously he's going to win the fight. It's Bellator. Kyle Crutchmer versus Jaleel Willis. Um, Crutchmer is, I believe, the favorite. Minus 280. Yeah. You think he wins? I mean, Jaleel Willis isn't too bad, right? No, but then we'll go with Crutchmer. But it's, yeah. Well, what's your girl, Denise Kielholtz, taking on yeah. Alaria Joanne Kielholtz? I think she's, yeah, minus 150. That's a good line. What do you think? Yeah. She wins? Yeah, I think in Kielholtz here. I think and she then, uh, she gets oh, back sorry. on track. Sorry. Lucas Brennan against Drew Miley. Lucas Brennan. That's minus. fine. off. Oh, it's off. What happened? Dre Miley didn't. Uh, Dre Miley uh, tweeted, I think, two days ago that the fight was off, that he couldn't fight. I don't know. Minus 700, so <clears> he <throat> should win. The update in Pizzi, I haven't heard, but hopefully he fights soon. I think he had no surgery went well, I believe, so hopefully he fights I, soon. I still heard that he should come back against Gaethje probably in March somewhere, so I'm not sure, but that's All what right. I heard. All right. Well, there we go. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed the podcasting. It was a lot of fun. We, we obviously did two podcasts again, Mondays. Mm-hmm. Marcel, I think that's it for today, man. Um, I'd just like you to plug your stuff once again. Thanks for joining me, Marcel, as always, on Mondays and, and everyone in the chat. Marcel, plug your stuff really quick. We'll get out of here. Yeah, you can guys can follow me if you really want to follow me on BitMarcel24 on Twitter and Instagram and Eurosport.nl Mixed Martial Arts section. Here you guys go. You guys can follow me on Twitter at MMAdamMartin, podcast, MMAoddsbreaker.com. Like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends about it, all that stuff. MMAoddsbreaker.com uh, for all the betting news and odds. Bookies.com, right? Best bets coming out tomorrow or the next day. And mymenus.com for all your news. Um, we'll be back next Monday, guys. And we'll be recapping UFC 282, previewing UFC Vegas, I want to say 66, I want to say. So, yes, that's right. Crazy. So many of those, so many of those cards ever since COVID. Crazy. Mm-hmm. All right, Marcel, let's end the podcast. Guys, thanks again for joining us. Take care. Have a great week. See you guys next Monday. Bye. Yo.